0: Welcome everybody. Uh, as you can see, I, it's just me today. Uh, Ronald Cavalier had some, uh, issues going on. They wasn't able to join. So everyone's going to be stuck with just me for, for this episode. So it might be a little bit quicker, uh, because I will just be kind of talking to myself a little bit. Um, that being said, we have a good show lined up here today. We're going to go over, um, all the rookie wide receivers, uh, going in this year's NFL draft. Um, I put together a, uh, a data model uh, to kind of measure, uh, kind of give give players a grade based on several things. And we'll kind of get into that as we get going. But uh, first, I wanted to start out with some news. Um so there's there's a few players who have not signed their franchise tag, including Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, and Evan Ingram. Uh, so they're not able to participate in their offseason uh, voluntary workouts. Uh, so not a huge deal, but just something to monitor that they haven't signed their their deals yet. Um, and hopefully they get that signed sooner rather than later. If it starts to linger on into like closer to like, training camp, then I'd be worried. But for now, I'm not not too concerned with any of them. Uh, the big news, though, Jalen Hurts got a huge contract. So five years, $255 million, 179 of that is guaranteed. Uh, so that's going to lock him into Philly for the next four to five years, um, which, is, which is huge for his dynasty value, right? So he's already been kind of a top three, four guy in terms of quarterbacks. And so I think that just further cements it because now he's not going anywhere. He's, he's locked into Philly. Um, I do think that's interesting in terms of, Lamar Jackson um, and as as far as the kind of deal that they're going to get I think Lamar probably would like something similar to that and I think that's that's fairly feasible so we'll see uh, if Lamar gets a deal similar to that now. Um, the other news here Allen Robinson is going to be traded to the Steelers I believe they agreed in principle to a deal they're just waiting on him to pass his physical uh the Rams basically just said we'd rather have you out of our team, uh, they they agreed. They did a seventh round pick swap. They the Rams sent over Allen Robinson and agreed to take on two thirds of his salary. And so the Steelers are getting him for basically a seventh round pick and and paying five million dollars of the salary. Um, I don't know if Allen Robinson has too much left in the tank, um, but I do think with with him going to Pittsburgh now, it probably helps Kenny he Pickett a little bit and just having another competent wide receiver there. Um, I don't think it would really downgrade Deontay Johnson too much. Um, it might take away from Fryer and George Pickens upside a little bit, just because now there's another receiver there. Uh, assuming that Allen Robinson can stay healthy. And uh, I guess we'll, we'll see how that one plays out, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out and try to acquire Allen Robinson by any means. If you have him on your roster, maybe see if you can get like anything for him. Um, I think if you could try to get like even like any third, I think I would just ship him off my roster. I don't think he's really worth much. Um, the, uh, big news too: uh, so Sean Tucker, uh, he wasn't able to participate in the NFL combine nor his pro day at Syracuse, uh, due to some kind of medical issue. They never really disclosed what that was. Uh, but apparently last week during their medical, like rechecks, he was cleared. And so he is now able to, um, he's going to have his own pro day next Monday. Um, so like three days before the NFL draft. So we'll get to see him actually run the 40, uh, and we'll see how he does there. We can get some actual testing numbers for him. Um, there was a lot of rumors that he was dropping, uh, because of that medical issue, but it seems like that's been cleared up. So hopefully, um, his draft stock will go up, assuming he tests. Well, um, I, Sean Tucker is one of my favorite prospects in this NFL draft. Um, he's one of the the better running backs, I think, for in terms of a production standpoint uh, and 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 physical tools. He's he's a really good runner. Um, he he's one of the few like workhorse backs uh, that was in college this year, and not like, in a huge time time split. Um, so hopefully he gets draft capital. If he goes anywhere day two, I will be I will be stoked. Uh, I love Sean Tucker. He's one of my favorite players, so I'm rooting for him. Um, and then finally a little bit of good news. So DeMar Hamlin, the bill safety, uh, we all know we had that, that really scary incident on the field, uh, week 17 against the Bengals. Um, he has been clear to resume football activity, so he'll be able to participate. So it's good to see him making a nice recovery there. And hopefully he will, he continues his, his good bill of health there. So a little bit of good news there. All right. Uh, I will share my screen here and we can go over some rookie wide receivers. So give me just a second to share my screen. Uh, Okay. There it is. All right. So for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see the screen. Uh, For the audio listeners, I'll kind of just go over what it, what it looks like here. Um, this is the kind of an overview of the data model that I that I built here. So, um, I took in six key categories. Um, I looked at what was their best year of target market share. So, uh, what was their percentage of the team targets? Um, I looked at their total yardage um, in terms of like the rest of the team. So, and then like how many touchdowns they, they had of the team's touchdowns. Uh their speed score, which is uh it factors in their weight is into their 40 times. So so bigger guys um and smaller players have it kind of balances out their 40 times. Um how much yak they had, so yards after the catch, right? Um so this kind of measures how explosive of an athlete you are. Um if you, when, once you catch the ball, get the ball in your hands, can you do something with it? Or are you just kind of go down uh, as soon as you catch the ball and then yards per route run. Um, that's one that's, it's used kind of similar to like a dot the average depth of target, but this one does factor in a little bit more in terms of it's not just your targets. It's how many um, it's, it's all routes that you participate in. So you can kind of get a better feel for how many, like their are full like route tree. Um, and then based on those categories, you have grades based on the percentage, like the, the percentile that you hit uh, compared to every other NFL running like wide receiver that's been graded, that's been drafted. Um, so there's about 240 wide receivers I have in this model. Um, and basically, if you were in the top, like 95th percentile or above, that means you are elite. And then from there, there's like various tiers. But so it goes from elite, great, very good, good those are the four like good categories. It basically means you're in the top like quarter of, of all NFL wide receivers who've been drafted since 2017. Um, and then after that is kind of more of the average ones, right? So there's average below average, poor, bad, and then worse. So uh, if you're in the worst category, it basically means you, you were really at the bottom of the list. Um, that being said, let's break down some prospects. Uh my, my wide receiver one, he's alone in a tier all by himself, is Jackson Smith and Jigba. He ranked 86th, which was good enough for average. Um, a little bit of a disclaimer there. The reason he scored a little bit lower, um, it's not because he's not good. It's just because he played with, he really played one year in college at Ohio State, and he played with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, So they split the ball. Um, basically, three ways between three NFL wide receivers. So his his production numbers are a little bit lower um, than you would think. But so, uh, but like his yards per route run were elite. Um, I think his offhand. I think he had like the best or like maybe top maybe top five for sure uh, in terms of yards per route run. Um, his target share was a little bit below average. His speed score, um, as we all know, he's not a burner, but. His, like, quick area, quickness, and burst is really good. Um, and then, yes, of his production here, his yardage uh, on the team was really good. His yak was was exceptional, uh, which I think kind of demonstrates that quick area uh, – or, sorry, that's, that short area quickness that he has. Um, really, really – I mean, if you watch this film, too, you can kind of see every time he catches the ball, he – he's breaking a tackle or he's kind of making a guy miss and getting an extra, you know, five, six, seven yards, which is huge, right? Uh, quarterbacks kind of love that. And I think that he's, I think he's kind of right now he's the odds on favorite to be the first wide receiver off the board. Um, I'm hoping that he goes somewhere. I i honestly think JSN can succeed in any offense. I don't think he is. There's some wide receivers we're going to get to later where I think they're a little bit more, Dependent on the quarterback and the team. Uh, JSN, I believe, is a is a wide receiver that he's yeah, he's pretty much landing proof. Like I don't think he could really go anywhere that would make me drop him from the wide receiver one. Um in terms of like where that looks like uh, with some of the veteran wide receivers, so he's going in, in my rookie rankings, he's in the 105, 106 spot. Um, I would say if you are Maybe looking to compete, like maybe your your roster is getting is is it's almost there, and you, you maybe don't want like a rookie, and uh, you'd rather have a proven veteran. I think you could probably trade him straight up for like a like a Tyree Kill or Devonte Adams, Stephon Diggs. Um, I I have Jason above him. You could try to shoot for like a Chris Olave if you want, or like a Drake London, hoping a quarterback goes there. Um, but I think I think that's kind of the range that he's going in right now uh finally tier 2 so this is kind of a i think i have zay flowers a little bit higher than a lot of people do uh i have him as my wide receiver 2 in a tier with jordan addison uh zay flowers uh the big knock on him so he wasn't early declare he's so he's a little bit older he's a fourth year uh he he played at a senior year at boston college uh he's 59 i uh, think he's about 180 so he's a little bit smaller Uh and and I think the the biggest issue with him isn't just that he's five nine and undersized. It's his arm length um is it's just under like twenty-nine inches. So he has one of the shortest like arm span. Um but he doesn't he doesn't play that way when you watch his tape, like and and the, the biggest thing with him too is his his yak, uh his production is crazy. Uh you get the ball in his hands and he does amazing things. Um he's really shifty. Really productive wide receiver. There's been a bunch of hype on him. Uh, I think he has the second best odds right now to be the first wide receiver off the board. So the NFL seems to love him. Um, so I think some if the NFL gets over their concern with him being a little bit smaller, um, but I think he's he's going to be well worth a draft. I think, and he's going to be one of my my top rostered wide receivers this year um, because I do have him so much higher. I, like right now, him and Addison, I have. In the one hundred and seven, one hundred and eight range uh, in rookie draft superflex. So um, I just I that might change depending on where some of the running backs get drafted. Uh, but right now, Zay Flowers I think is one of the the better steals you could get in rookie drafts right now. Uh, I've seen him go as late as like the two hundred three, two hundred four, in twelve team superflex leagues. So I think anywhere. I'd say anywhere after the 107, I would be comfortable taking Zay Flowers. Um, If you do want someone a little bit safer, um, you could go for Jordan Addison. Um, He had crazy production in college. Uh, Most of that came at Pittsburgh with uh, Kenny Pickett as his quarterback. And when Addison was kind of the only guy on that offense, uh, he transferred to USC this last year. He still put up really good numbers. Um, obviously, that's he's still there. Um, he's kind of being mocked as like a, a first round wide receiver, maybe like top of the second round if he falls. I don't see him slipping past you know the, probably the fortieth, uh, like a top forty pick. I think he's pretty much a lock to go in those first few picks in the second round. If he does slip out of the first, um, he has. The 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 knock on Addison is that he's a little bit in flowers to an extent. Is that they're both a little undersized, and while they're they forty time, we're in the four fours. You would have liked to see him be a little bit faster based on their under, like their 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 height and weight being a little bit smaller. So their speed score is bad, uh, but that doesn't mean they're slow by any means. Um, and and the thing with Jordan Addison too is that he has he's probably one of the best route runners in this draft. Him and him and JSN. And uh, they know how to separate and get open. Um, so I, I think, I think these three wide receivers in particular, um, so Jason, Flowers and Addison, are probably some of the safest options that you are going to have um, in this rookie draft. Uh, and I, and I, for that reason, I, I, I feel comfortable taking them in the top eight, just because I feel like there is no doubt in my mind they're going to be solid pros. Um, let's see. Addison and Flowers right now. I have them in the same like in the wide receiver seventeen to twenty tier. So kind of around the same as guys like Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel. Um, I think I think that's kind of the right range. I have them ahead of guys like DJ Moore, Terry McClure, and Chris Godwin, Jerry Judy. Uh, so I think that's kind of right in that in that right range for them. Uh, this next group of guys here. This is where you start getting to some wide receivers with some flaws, right? Uh, we had Quentin Johnston, so I'll start with him. Uh, he he originally, I was really high on him in the process, actually. I think on the show, I came on and I said that he was uh, my wide receiver one, uh, but he has quickly fallen out of favor. Uh, just watching more tape on him, digging into his analytics here. You can see, like, he he ranked 85th out of 240 players so he he got that average ranking which is fine um, he's he's a big wide receiver he did he did disappoint a little bit with his combine metrics um he was he came in a little bit undersized of what we thought he was going to be and then he ran his pro day and it was slower than we thought it was going to be and so you can kind of see like his grades here Joshbert runs good his yak is great everything else is like average or, or worse so, um, he doesn't really do anything ultra special um watching him, he plays a little bit awkward and almost as if he he doesn't know he's like bigger than everyone else um like you can kind of see too, like when he goes to like jump ball, he doesn't high point the ball he kind of lets it come into him a little bit um whereas you like to see him use that frame a little bit more um he is he is very fast though, uh but not as fast as like you you we kind of thought he was going to be we kind of thought he was going to run like low four fours. So i think he ran like a four five two, if memory serves so um i think we all remember some of those those highlights like that the college football playoff game against michigan where he he busted off a huge a huge play in the college football playoffs but then um he did kind of get blanked against georgia in the national championship game so uh, he's I, he has one of the higher ceilings in this draft class but he also has one of the lowest floors um i don't i there's like there's a decent chance like he could be out of the league in like 3 or 4 years or he could be like a dominant wide receiver i am betting on the former that he's not going to be much of anything and so for that reason i've dropped him down to my wide receiver 5 in this draft class um the guy just ahead of him is Josh Downs um he's 5'9 171 so his biggest thing is his—he's undersized, right? Um, but he—he's kind of the opposite of Quentin Johnson, where he doesn't—he doesn't play like that. Like it's like almost like no one told him that he's small. Um, he plays like he's like the biggest wide receiver out in the field. Uh, you can see him—he's—he's he's not afraid to go up for some jump balls. Um, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Steve Smith, uh, just with that because Steve Smith was—he was five nine, one 185, so a little bit heavier, but about the same height. Um, and, and kind of played bigger than, than their stature. Josh Downs has one of the best production profiles. Um, and he's just a fun watch. Like, uh, if you go watch some of his film, he's just electric. Uh, I think he's going to be a really good wide receiver in the NFL. I think probably round two draft pick. I don't think he's going to sneak into the first round. I would be surprised if he fell out of round two. Um, I think he probably is kind of like a, a top of the second round, mid-second round pick. Um, he's one, though, that because he is a little bit smaller, he's probably going to need to play in the slot. Um, and and he's going to need an offensive coordinator that knows how to use him, right? If he goes somewhere, uh, I don't know, like maybe like Dallas or um, one of these other teams that's not the most like, imaginative offense, he might struggle a little bit. So I'm looking forward to see where he goes. Um and to see. And hopefully he goes to an offensive coordinator that that knows how to use him. Uh the next, last guy on this list here, he's my wide receiver six, jaylen Hylett out of Tennessee. Um super fast. I think the everyone kind of fell in love with him in the Alabama game this year where he scored like five touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> which was crazy. Um, which is awesome. He did it against some of the best competition. But that being said, that, that happened right after Cedric Tillman got hurt. When Tillman was there, he did kind of struggle. Um, Jalen Hyatt's really fast and not a great route runner, and his hands are okay. So there's he has definitely some boom bust with him. I think he's going to do really well as a deep threat in the NFL and not so much a well-rounded wide receiver. Um that being said like he he scored pretty well in my in my model there you can see he got the, a, a good grade right so um he had really good routes yards per route runs because he ran so many deep <laughs> deep routes so many go routes that's basically his only route he i've seen him run consistently is a go route so depending on where he goes he's going to need to develop if he's going to be a consistent wide receiver he might be a guy that you you draft and you throw him in your flex and just hope that he scores like a 50-yard touchdown, right? Uh, or or if he doesn't, he's going to get like two catches for like 20 yards and, and that's about it and kind of burn you. So uh, he's a little bit boom bust here. Um, let's go to the next group of guys here. All right, so Tier 4, this is where things really start to get kind of dicey and the draft capital is a little bit unknown, right? These are guys who are probably – round round three guys, probably not in the second round of the NFL draft, but round three and might slide into the fourth round. Um, the one I want to talk about especially here is Marvin Mims. He's a little bit smaller. Um, he's He has good production at Oklahoma, but it seems like us on Twitter like him a lot more than the NFL does. It seems like no one in the NFL really likes him. I think it was Daniel Jeremiah put out a, a tweet the other day that was like, uh, or he said it on the podcast that he was talking to NFL GMs and kind of bringing up Marvin Mims, like here's a guy I like, and everyone was kind of like, yeah, he's fine. So I think he's one that might slide. Um, I, I think he's probably going to go in the fourth round or, or later. And if that's the case, I think I'm I think I'm out on him. Uh, Xavier Hutchinson and Cedric Tillman here. These are two of the probably like the the bigger wide receivers in this class. And that that's the thing. So this this class itself is is full of a lot of like smaller slot receivers. So guys like Tillman and Hutchinson, because they are bigger bodied guys, um, their draft stock is probably going to get boosted. So I would be, I, I believe they're going to go in the third, like early third, both of these guys, just because they are, they're they are one of the few wide receivers who are bigger um, in this class. Cedric Tillman, um, he did really well. He's just been injured a lot in college, but when he was on the field and healthy, he produced really well. He looks like a good, fluid athlete like I think he could be a successful wide receiver um Xavier Hutchinson he did awesome at Iowa State now the concern is that like these big 12 wide receivers don't always translate to the NFL so there's some concern there just based on like the lack of defense they play in college there but um I I think he if I remember correctly um he went to the senior bowl and played really well there I might be mistaking him with someone else but um, Hudson's a good wide receiver. I watched some of his film. Like he plays big. Like he seems fast enough. Um, I think I think he could be a successful wide receiver too. So hopefully he goes somewhere good. Um, and then this last group here, these are guys I just I wanted to talk about um, that aren't necessarily like super high ranked, but guys you might be able to get in probably like the third round of your draft. The um, guys that you kind of keep an eye out. So Trey Palmer from Nebraska. Um, he, he was originally a five-star recruit that went to LSU and then he did transfer to Nebraska. Um, the, and he put up like an incredible year this last year in Nebraska. Now granted, he was like the only one there, uh, putting up numbers and, and it's the, the red flag there is like, why did he transfer out of LSU? Was it because he couldn't beat out Keish Hambute and Malik Neighbors or was it just, it wasn't a good fit? He needed to change the scenery. So that's just something um, that's a little bit concerning, and um, he was off my radar, but he scored super high on my model, so he got, he was actually the fifth highest uh, prospect score, just because he put up such a good profile, and he has, like, elite speed, um, I think he ran a 4.33 at the combine, um, he's just like I was trying to watch some of his film after he scored so high. And you can tell the dude is just like a burner. Like everything was just him going long and just running past defenders. Um, that being said, so he doesn't have a good, like kind of similar to J1 Hyatt. His uh, his route tree is a little bit undeveloped. And he really just runs go routes, uh, which is fine, um, but probably not the most consistent wide receiver, and then his hands uh, were questionable. I saw a lot of body catches. I rarely saw him go out and, like, actually just, like, kind of pluck the ball out of the air. It was always just kind of letting it come into him. Um, That being said, he got open a lot, so he didn't necessarily have to worry about defenders draped on his back. But um, in the NFL, he might have a little bit of a struggle with that. I think because of his speed, he's going to be drafted fairly high. Um, But I am – I don't know if I can can trust – him as a like legitimate like option on your fantasy team he's one that maybe you can kind of stash in like the late third round and just kind of hope he hope he pans out or if he has like a couple big splash games early in the season um use that to, to trade him and try to get like a, maybe like a 24 second or something um Jayden reed from michigan state um he's he's a receiver so i i put him on here because i know ron really likes him Uh, he's a big Michigan state guy. So I, I threw Jaden Reed on there. Um, he's a good, he's a good wide receiver. Um, a little bit undersized. He's not like the fastest. He's just a good wide receiver. He does everything just kind of okay. Uh, he's not like an exceptional athlete or, or an exceptional wide receiver at really anything, but he does just like good. Uh, he's kind of an all around good wide receiver. I think he's probably going to end up being one of those guys. He's probably a better, nfl receiver than he is like a fantasy receiver on your team um and he is a little bit older too i believe he's a fifth year senior so he's coming in a little bit older into the draft process but um i think he might get the draft capital so just a name to kind of keep an eye on there and the last guy i want to talk about was jonathan mingo um he's gotten a lot of hype um i forgot to put the scoring on there on him i just realized um but jonathan mingo is a he's he's one of the fewer bigger body guys uh he had a couple of good years of production at old miss um he's not overly athletic like he's he's fast enough he's not like a burner um but he is a he's one of those big body guys and so because of that I think he's going to kind of move up the draft boards I kind of think he's going to go in the fourth round of the draft so um he's a guy you could probably get like late third or maybe even like fourth round of your rookie drafts and just a guy to keep an eye on because um if he goes somewhere that maybe like let's say like he goes like the rams who don't really have a lot of receivers right now outside of cooper cup like he could be step into a role um as like the that outside receiver and get a bunch of touchdowns and kind of outproduce their draft capital so just a name to keep an eye on there uh the nfl draft is next thursday i think is when it starts so we're getting close um i'm excited uh i really hope we get some good landing spots some good Excitement that I'm started. To, I'm ready for some rookie drafts here. So, uh, Ron and I will be back next week. Um, and he is, we're going to go over some of our favorite prospects, uh, in the draft. So it's going to be kind of our, our, my guys episode. Uh, we're probably going to pick, you know, three or four different guys that we really like, uh, spoiler alert. One of mine is probably going to be Josh Downs. Um, but, uh, that's all for now. Uh, be sure to like, comment, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, leave some comments on on what you want to see in the future what kind of content you want to see uh what, what you think we're doing a good job on what you'd like us to see us do better um also i'm on i'm on discord i'm in the dynasty theory discord if anyone wants to chat with me you can also reach me um feel free to dm me on twitter uh at J trm until next time see you everybody <music>